Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Let's keep talking trauma. We're almost done. Here's this week's case. Okay, everyone, this is uh, Tyler. He's a 17-year-old male involved in a skateboarding accident. It's going to be a straddle-type mechanism. Uh, Folks on scene said he came down full body weight right onto the rails, right onto the groin area. Uh, There was no LLC. Does complain of bilateral wrist pain, uh, but no deformities were noted. No head or neck complaints, uh, no augmentation, and no LOC. Um, BP we had was 120 over 60, pulse of 100. Respirations of 16, clear equal bilaterally. Blue pulse of 120, GCS 15 the whole time, and if you can let them know that uh, security has the skateboard. It's uh, in two pieces. This week, we're covering genito-urinary trauma. So much attention gets paid to head trauma and the chest injuries and abdominal injuries that by about this time, we stop studying and we don't learn GU trauma. But this stuff is so important. It's really common and can cause lots of long-term morbidity if not treated appropriately up front. So stick with me today. We are going to learn GU injuries. And the most important thing that I want you to remember is four injuries, four imaging studies. That's right. Four different imaging studies today. Each one is paired with a different GU injury. So let's get started. First step when you suspect a possible GU injury, get a pelvic x-ray. The biggest reason we are getting the pelvic x-ray during ATLS is because the pelvic fractures can cause horrible, severe bleeding, and we need to find that bleeding. But the other big reason we get it is because pelvic fractures automatically, immediately raise your suspicion for genitourinary injuries. It is the single biggest risk factor for these injuries. So the first step, you need to get a pelvic x-ray to look for pelvic fracture. Step two, you look for blood in the perineum. You're looking for bruising around the butt, in the groin, especially blood at the meatus. Just like a pelvic fracture, if you see any blood in the perineum, that should really raise your suspicion again for a GU injury. Step three, you get a urinalysis. You're looking for blood. And this makes intuitive sense, right? Because injured things bleed, so you can kind of screen the whole GU system with a urinalysis. Now, here's my one disclaimer with this step. There isn't actually great correlation with the amount of hematuria, or even the presence of hematuria at all, and the presence of injury. We still get one, because gross hematuria is a big red flag, And even microscopic hematuria in the setting of normal imaging still needs to be followed, at least probably in clinic, to make sure it resolves. Because it's true, a tinkle of blood may be the only clue that you get for a GU injury. But really, the urinalysis is not as good of a screen as we once thought it was. Now step four, you're going to write down on a piece of paper your four GU injury types. They go in order. 
Those four injuries are injuries to the kidney, to the ureter, to the bladder, and then to the urethra. Injuries to the kidney occur in about 10% of abdominal trauma, so they're pretty common. Flank pain, lower rib fractures, and penetrating injury are all very typical mechanisms. And after imaging and urinalysis, these kidney injuries get graded. They're graded 1 through 5, and it's based on severity. Sometimes they need intervention, sometimes not. It just depends. We're going to keep moving down. The next injury to consider is injury to the ureter. These are probably the most rare. It's usually like a penetrating injury or even more classically after a surgery, like if they put in a stent or something. Unlike the kidney injury, ureter injuries pretty much always need surgery. That's what you need to know. The next injury, bladder injury. The way these happen is by direct impact to a distended bladder. So you can think of a classic case, a drunk driver who really needs to pee and they get in an accident and his bladder ruptures. It can rupture into the abdomen. It can rupture into the fascia outside the abdomen. And then the last injury is urethral injury. It's divided into two subtypes, anterior and posterior. In the prostatic portion of the urethra are the posterior injuries. You get these with pelvic fractures sudden deceleration injuries, and then the anterior urethral injuries. Those are more commonly the straddle injuries. So those are your four injuries in order. Kidney, ureter, bladder, and urethra. Now our main learning point today was pairing each of those four injuries with our imaging of choice. So let's go through that. Kidney. The way you diagnose kidney injuries is with a CT scan with contrast. This lets you see kidney lacerations. It lets you see if the blood vessels going to the kidney got ripped off. It shows hematomas. Kidney is a CT scan, abdomen, pelvis with contrast. Ureter. Again, these are really rare, so you're not performing this test in every trauma case unless your initial CT is abnormal or you're having trouble finding the source of gross hematuria or something. But the test is actually a delayed CT scan with contrast. So this is kind of how this works. The idea is that 10 minutes after the contrast gets injected from the initial study of the kidney, it starts to drain into the ureter. And then as it's going through the ureter, you can kind of get a pretty good image of it. So you get a delayed CT scan, abdomen, pelvis with contrast, about 10 minutes after the initial CT. Bladder. You perform something called a retrograde cystogram. Now, we haven't talked about cystograms before. This is kind of a weird imaging for, for us. You insert some sort of catheter through the urethra. You squirt in a bunch of contrast to distend the bladder. You clamp off the catheter so that the bladder is all stretched out with the contrast, and you snap a picture, like an x-ray. And you can see if that contrast is leaking out anywhere. Then you have the patient pee all of that contrast out, and that will make it even more obvious if contrast leaked out because it's still sitting around where the bladder was. So bladder, 
you get a retrograde cystogram. We do this in the emergency department. Urethra. If you suspect urethral injuries from either sudden deceleration or a big pelvic fracture or a straddle injury, you need to get a retrograde urethrogram. Same concept as with the cystogram. You're going to squirt contrast up into the urethra, snap a picture, and none of it should be leaking out. It should just be filling into the bladder. If the urethra does not have nice clean lines and you can see the contrast leaking, then you know the urethra is injured. So urethra is a retrograde urethra gram. So those are your four injuries and your four images. Kidney, CT scan with contrast. Ureter, delayed CT with contrast. Bladder is a retrograde cystogram. Urethra is a retrograde urethrogram. And that wraps up this episode. Send me an email at any time, zach at emclerkship.com with any questions or feedback. I would love to chat with you. I really do like talking with you guys. I hope interview season is going well for you. Please tell a friend about the podcast. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.